What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to the Struggle to Strength podcast, your source for real-life application on how to turn your struggles into strengths in all things mind, muscle, and money. But we're really thinking about here, we're talking about talking to yourself and to other people and how your words are received and perceived. And really what Mike did was he brought a lot of awareness around it for me. Like really simple things we do. The word but, you Mm -hmm. know? These projections, the specifics of language, the negations that we use to like justify things to ourselves. This was, I I know we talked about it. Like this is some people call it woo woo shit, but I 1000% believe this. And the exercises that we did completely changed the way that the sentences that we were using in those exercises felt. And if they changed the way they felt to us, then they changed the way that people receive them and how they make other people feel. So you really can, you can change your life just by changing a few things about the way you use words. Yeah. That's, that's what Mike, the Schwartz is all about. Yeah. And he's a a riot dude. He's a fucking awesome dude. Like the dude is a legend for sure. And we're definitely going to hang out when he's here in Austin next month. But this was a phenomenal episode. I mean, dude, I took literally like two full pages of notes. So to those listening to this, I highly recommend like grab a notebook because I mean, there's exercises in this episode that we want you to do and work along with. And there's also just a lot of other things that you're going to want to write down because the dude, Mike Lee Schwartz is just a, a plethora of knowledge um, so this is a, I love this one. This was really helpful for me. I know it's going to be really helpful for all the listeners and, and, and all of you guys who are tuning in. So, uh, grab a notebook and stay tuned. We welcome Mike, the Schwartz. We'll see you inside. I was going through your, uh, your bio. You're a very interesting dude. You've gotten some cool shit that you've kind of like melded together. So I'd like to kind of get into that a little bit. Yeah, man. I definitely have some questions on, um, like your framework for reaching ICAs. Yeah, Um, I'm really fascinated in that because I think, you know, you specifically, you have a very interesting niche and yet you're still able to reach your ICA, which goes to show people like, dude, you can do anything you want. You you can seriously do anything you want. It doesn't matter what your niche is like. There's people out there for you. So I guess to kick things off, man, why don't you tell us a little bit about who Mike the Schwartz is? And I imagine it's Mike the Schwartz. Oh, yeah. Yeah, in my you, head. Yeah. Not yeah, like yeah. Mike the Schwartz. Yeah. That sounds I mean, like depending, uh depending on who it is, it's it's like, you know, if you're if you're having a bad day, it could be like, yeah, I'm if like, you're having a bad day. I'm a I'm a yeah, I'm a I'm a hard the kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you gotta you gotta really <laughs> emphasize that, you know, Mike the Schwartz. The. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? Look out, here he is. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen. Look out. Oh, thank you, thank you. No, really, thank you. It's good. It's good to be here, boys. Thank you so much. Uh Josh, great, great to meet you. Great to, great to spend some time with you too here, Travis. Honestly, Mike the Schwartz. Um if you don't mind, I'll, I'll take a moment to give you a little background on that. Yeah, with, dude. Uh, a, a fun story. So May 9th, 2020, that was the day that I nearly died. Now I'm living down in, in Australia at the time, down in Melbourne, and I'm riding my road bike, bicycle, not to be confused with a Jixer or something. Mm-hmm. Crikey, right? <laughs> so I'm riding my road bike and I'm sitting in the lights and I'm uh, waiting to make an advanced right, you know, because they're goofy. They drive on the other side of the road, right? So I'm making an advanced right. I'm like, oh, cool. I'm a minute away from literally selling this bike, <laughs> right? And then I look up and I get smoked by a car. I had enough time, you know, like in the movies, 
where you look up and it's like, oh my God, you got the train coming through the, 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 the truck on the tracks and that kind of thing. That was that kind of scene. I was like, oh my God, I had enough time to do- drop my shoulder and give a good uh, Dion Phaneuf Bobby Orr body, body check right into the car. Fly up into the air, come back down. My whole left side is on fire. I'm like, oh, this is it. That's what that feels like. This is death. Good. And I hear the sirens coming and, uh, and the alarms are coming. It felt like hours. It was likely a minute because they picked a great place in Melbourne Central. It was like mm-hmm. a block away from the nearest hospital. So it was like, if you're going to get hit by a car, get hit by a car right near a hospital, right? So I hear these and paramedics are just, don't, Mike, don't move, don't move. They're doing their thing. I'm like, no, of course I'm not. I just got hit by a fucking car. <laughs> I'm not going to move. I'm, I'm pretty motionless at this point. And I just started laughing because at that moment I realized, holy shit, I'm alive. Right. And the reason I say that is because there are a lot of things going on in my life. You know, five hours later, I walked up out of the hospital and, uh, and the doctor realizing I had my Canadian personality back, I was ready to take some jokes. He goes, good thing you're wearing your, your right shirt there, mate. Good thing you weren't wearing the other one. I had a shirt. I'm usually wearing it for interviews like this. It says alive on it. <laughs> That's perfect. Dude, it, yeah, perfect. Absolutely. Because after that moment, I realized I put, I put things back in check. We got, we got one chance, right? And so I'm, I'm looking at all the things I'm sitting on. I'm, I'm a musician. Okay. I, I was just a drummer. We'll get into language. I'm sure today I was just a drummer in the band, you know, but I had sat on all of these songs for like years, man. And I'd put a whole album together and I'm sitting there going like, Ooh, you know, I don't know what the hell I'm waiting for. I was in a toxic relationship. I had done some things that, uh, that I had just, I don't know whose permission I was waiting for. Not mine. Right. And, and that's where I want to leave that bit in. If anybody out there is listening, going like, yo, I've got to wait for somebody else's permission to do something. You're gonna be waiting a long time. Remember the words memento mori. It's Latin for we all get to die. Right. And that day. Okay, yeah. Brother. Bingo. Boom. Yeah, brother. Yeah. There you go. That's, that's air horn material. <laughs> <laughs> right there, you know, and that's, that's where we're at, dude. That's where we're at because when we thought, think about, okay, who who Mike the Schwartz is? Well, dude, I'm a lot of things. Like people that give me identity questions, like I'm a personal trainer. I'm like, yeah, okay, but at the core, who are you? What are you doing with your life? I'm a creator. I'm a creator of this life, and that's what I. When we talk about business approach, and we talk about struggle to strength, dude. If you love music and you love training and getting people healthy, put the fucking things together. Make it happen. You create a whole new lane. Never mind trying to find your lane. That's what the one thing I get. A lot of people are confused because they're like, dude, you wear so many hats. Pick a lane. I'm like, nah, man, I make the lane. <laughs> I incorporate all those hats <laughs> and my lane's bigger than yours. So go fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I, need a, I need a jet liner here in my lane. Okay. Like it's like people, people, you guys probably seen some of the promo pictures. I'm usually in a captain's hat, mm-hmm. you know? And they're like, dude, what are you, um, in landlocked Alberta, Canada, <laughs> walking around town, like captain's hat. They're like, yeah. Wait, where's the ship? I'm like, oh man, yeah, <laughs> that's playing small, bro. You're thinking like sail in the seven seas. Never mind that. We're going to a different galaxy, brother. <laughs> that's where we're going. So the idea of it, it to, to give you a really, really good nutshell, who am I? I blend all my passions together to help change the world, man. I, I, I break rules. That's what they're here for, right? I'm a pirate. <laughs> I'm here to shake shit up 
and, and have a good time and help, especially now share other people's messages. I like that, man. You're a, you're a, you're a life, the lifestyle pirate. Dude. Just making your own lane. Cool. This dude's got a fucking airstrip. Dude, I love that lifestyle pirate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> borrow yeah. that from, <laughs> what do you do? Like lifestyle pirate. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck shit up. <laughs> People are like, I'm either very interested or very concerned right now for my safety. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I like that, man. It's and you know what's interesting is I think um some some of us have to have that moment that like nde or that rock bottom moment to wake the fuck up and realize that like you said you get one shot like you don't have to wait for people to tell you you can do shit and that you're the one that's in control like do you think you would be here if you never had that happen Dude, absolutely not. That's a that's yeah. one of the easiest questions I've ever been lofted at. I, we're all products of those lessons, right? And that's yeah. the difference. And that's where we can get into where language really plays a role is that for a long time, I was looking at those things, those little things like being in that toxic relationship is, oh, and I can't do anything. And, and, and then you have this aha moment. And a lot of it comes from the coaches that I've worked with and had the actual pleasure to uh, to really learn from. And I think the best thing a person can do is question their own beliefs, right? So when you have that moment and you go, oh, wait, I put myself here. Oh, shit, that's a very different situation. Did I mean to get hit by a fucking car? <laughs> I mean, no, it was... A <laughs> <laughs> what was ironic about that whole situation is that their insurance company came after me because I did more damage to them and their car. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'm, I'm a hockey player, man. I'm good. <laughs> I'm hockey players don't kid, die. Right? No, I don't die. I, I ruined that car, though. Like, I <laughs> was like. Dude, I like joke about, like, as a bodybuilder, I joke about that sometimes, like, cross the street, like, I can take it. Yeah, now, <laughs> I, I did. I literally did. You're like, yeah, no, that's that's a real thing. Yeah, it was like $2,500 US <laughs> for fixing that car, and they were coming after me. I'm like, you hit me. I'm yeah. a fucking pedestrian. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Get fucked. <laughs> Oh um, I, I did actually, as a funny segue of that, uh, as an aside to that story too, is I sold that bike, that same bike, cause the bike was okay too. It was oh, wow. wild. The, the frame didn't, the, the back wheel was a little funky, but the dude just wanted it for a frame. He's like, dude, I'll buy that. I was like, you're sure. Like they did the stress test and everything. I sold that thing. <laughs> I mean, it all works <laughs> out. Dude. Yeah. We are the product of those experiences. And, and when we can look back, the key to it is getting out of that story getting out of that piece that we're, we're a victim in. And I, I use that intentionally. That word is very strong. Oftentimes people are rolling around pointing the finger at other people going, ah, you know, this, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't be here because of that. And it goes both ways. So am I who I am because of that experience? Because of the way I responded. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's, that's where I would go. Okay. Cause it can go both ways. You know, I'm great because I had, you know, that no, no, no. I mean, you're great because you chose to be great, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that shit can make you or break you. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you mentioned language. Like what is, what's the big deal with language and how does that play a role into that type of thing? Man. Oh man. Well, let's look at the internal and external dialogue that we use. So the way that we think, how, how long can you guys go without thinking? Zero. I'm working negative, on it. Negative 14 cool. seconds. Yeah, I'm, right? I'm, I'm yeah. trying to extend it from uh, like an infinite zero to like half right. a second. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
very, very, very few of us can go much more than any, like anywhere from like maybe a second to three seconds without a thought. So the way that the thoughts are articulated is our internal and external dialogue, the way we speak, the way that we think, the way that we write. Okay, that's our language. Now, when we've got all of that, let's, let's put them right here, and then we, we put them all together into a big stack of pancakes of thoughts. That's a, that's a belief system, brothers. Our belief system is what carries out our actions. And if you want to look at this from a strength training position, because that's one thing I looked at. I was like, okay, cool. I was struggling with um, getting clients on board and even my own um, uh, diligence in my training protocol or maybe even my sleep habits. Habit, habit, habit. Habit is an action, correct? Right? Mm -hmm. So if we, majority of the coaches out there go, you know, if he would just get his nutrition down, he would lose his 25 pounds. Okay. Valid. I thought like that for a long time. If he could just get eight hours of sleep, he would recover and his body would feel great so he could give more. That's that yin-yang personality. We're getting closer now. Okay. However, what if Buddy was unable to sleep because he's actually reliving every time the lights go out he relives a traumatic experience when he's eight years old when mom and dad were fighting and that kept him up all night and now every time he goes to bed and he hears a little noise that comes back that's the thought when we're talking about words and language that's an internal dialogue that's the story going on in your head it's wild so the minute i understood that in myself and started implementing it with my clients we got results because we could remove ourselves from that pattern when we were four, six, eight, thirteen, maybe twenty. Generally, one pattern will trace all the way back to childhood from a story we've been telling ourselves. So that guy that's struggling to lose twenty pounds, it's not about the nutrition. He just believes he's a fat kid still in in grade six, you know, because he'd eat Jello pudding cups all the fucking time, and everybody called him fatty. So even if He's got the best food, the best coach, and the best habits, actions, intent. If he hasn't corrected that whole internal dialogue of him being a fat kid, where are I'm we? so glad you're saying this because, like, th- that dude thinks that his happiness lies on the other side of losing 10 pounds. Dude, yeah. Or whatever it is. And, like, if you're not happy you're not going to be happy in 10 pounds. That's just another form of destination happiness. But like, it all starts up here. It all starts in the mind. If you don't believe you deserve something, you're not going to get it. It's not going to happen. The universe isn't going to give it to you. Yeah, absolutely. So I I like that you start up here because I think that's a really misunderstood concept in our industry. People are like calories in, calories out, you know, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. On a physiological level, that works. Sure. But like your body hears everything you say to it. Abracadabra. Yep. What does that mean? What, when I say uh, what was it? Chase Tolleson said that, Travis. Abracadabra is like, uh, with my mind, I create or something like that. Or my like sort of like a thoughts become things kind of scene kind of thing. Yeah. Chase and I are like best friends. So. Oh, really? Oh, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Abracadabra, baby. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. With, yeah. with my words, I create, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, with my word, I create. And, and because when we talk about spelling, the spell. Yep is what we're a series of words of great influence. That's a spell. Okay. So whatever you're saying, if you truly believe that ankle won't get better, it won't get better. 
it won't. It just won't. If you truly believe that you have cancer, you're likely going to have cancer. If you truly believe that that's a lineage thing that you drink and that's a pattern that your parents had, yep, absolutely. That's the way that you think. And your body is going to seek that and look for reasons to prove you right. Mm-hmm. Boom. Right. Um, yeah, dudes, if you want it, like the best way to do it is if you guys have a pen and play a freaking game and you want to see why language works. I, one of the things that we see a lot being in the strength industry and in, in everybody's coming, they're coming at me with a problem. Oh, I got a real problem with. Yeah. OK, sweet. So what do you want to do? What's the biggest priority for your lifestyle? Oh, I got a real problem with losing weight. I got a real problem with the munchies. OK, cool. Write that down. So I'd encourage you guys, if you're open to it, write down, yeah. I got a real problem and then fill in the blank with whatever it is, it, anything at all. And we'll just play a little game because these are, these are fun things. And then whoever wants to start, this is why language is cool. And anybody listening to this, this, do this, man, this is, this is dope shit right here. Aha moments ready. Or maybe not. Who knows? Maybe it won't happen. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to come up with some like real problems. I'm a very positive person. And so I try to like not think that I have problems. Yeah. Oh, those are the best. <laughs> so was I. Yeah. So was I. And then but I like realized. The, <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, for sure. I got like, one. Once you start doing this work, you like open up space for other shit to come up and you're like, oh, it gets deeper. Oh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah this is a ride. Yeah. Uh, so, Trav, you okay, got one? So go for it, Trav. Um, I wrote, I have a real problem with stimulants because I'm a massive caffeine addict. And, okay, so, cool. and that's, I feel like that's, that's totally one that like I tell myself all the time too, or I'm just like, there's no way I could do anything without having, you know what I mean? Then it's like, yeah. how do I, I don't, doesn't necessarily know that, but that's totally like a story I tell myself. Mm-hmm. Dude, I love that. Hang tight with that. Now, uh, if, if you're cool and open to facilitation, let's, let's play with that. You want to do something? Yeah. Okay, sweet. Read that out loud again and then take a big breath in. What I'm looking for, for that breath is in through the nose, deep inhale. And then big, long, parasympathetic exhale. I'm all the way up here in High River, Alberta. I got to hear you. <laughs> okay. okay. So give her, give her your best. Read it out loud, big breath, and we'll check in. All right. I got a real problem with caffeine. Cool. Check in. What do you feel? I definitely feel better after the breath. Yeah, cool, man. But better, better's a better's an opinion. What does that sensation feel like in in your body? Where do you feel it? I feel like softer, like less, uh, like relaxed. Sweet. Is that showing up anywhere in particular in the body? My chest. Nice. Very common. Yeah. Yeah. Heart chakra. Right. Yeah. In that in that spot where you want to love. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's super cool. Now, on a scale of Justin uh, Justin Bieber, well, let's go one to Justin Bieber. How intense is that softness? <laughs> oh shit. I don't know. I know. Super uh, soft. One, <laughs> <Ten> <laughs> one to yeah, one to ten. Like I don't know, like a six. Okay, cool. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. Do you recall the first time you ever felt that that kind of softness in the heart? Um, no. When's the first time you remember that feeling? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, that's pretty common. Yeah. It's just the first time that you remember. Maybe not the first time ever. Just the first time you remember, or the last time you remember. Just another memory. <clears throat> any certain person or any any kind of like event that the, that brings up where you really felt that the thing that uh that comes to mind is just like the feeling um that I've been getting from like my recent like meditation practices like that's like the that's like the number one thing that I started 
to notice, which has helped continue it. And I've seen a lot of like positive effects from it, but it's yeah. that feeling like I've noticed that like my like stress and anxiety, I feel largely in like my jaw and my neck and my chest. And then when I gave meditation a try for an extended period of time, it took a while to like start notice it. But I, I've noticed like when I was doing body scans that like those areas would like release, like I didn't realize that like the muscles were like actually tight. And then yeah. when they release, it's like a lot easier to like feel relaxed. Dude, that my man is somatic release. And that's what we, our stories will tell us. And that's why I go right back into the body. Oftentimes we don't remember the, the time, but we'll remember the sensation. That's why I say, okay, cool. So write down like you would a, a movie title or a movie scene, what that first time feels like. What, maybe it was a meditation that you've specifically remembered, like having that softness, that release in your body. Write down like it would be a, your movie scene, whatever that's called. So if I were to call up, hey, could you tell me about that time? And then I put that title in there, you can tell me exactly about it. And then we'll play a different game <laughs> after, maybe. But that's the first step, right? Just writing that time down. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, what am I writing down? Yeah, write down the title of that time. Like if it was a movie scene, like what you just described with the, mm-hmm. with the meditation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What, what do you want to call that? That's a, that's a movie scene in your movie. Or for me, being the musician, I just say, hey, write that song title down on the album. You know, write that song title down. What's that one called, right? Okay. And that's all you got to do right now, okay? Because we're going to come back to that, that problem, right? So it's really cool. You've got this like anxiety, and then when you breathe, you, you soften up on it. That's super cool. Now, go back to the original line I got a real problem with, and then I'm going to get you to scratch out the word problem. Both of you can do that. You can replace it with the word opportunity, and then you can read that out. Okay. And now have a read. I got a real opportunity with caffeine. <laughs> what happened there, man? That was cool. <laughs> He's laughing. This is good. Yeah, what happened then? That was very different. Yeah. Yeah, I guess uh, it definitely changes like the way it, it feels. Because like, I guess what just what comes to mind is that either way, it is like where it is what it is. And so there's kind of like two different ways to look at it. And what comes to mind is like when something is a problem, it doesn't really feel like there's a solution to it. But if there's an opportunity, it feels like there, there is. Yeah. And you read it that way. Like everybody yeah. listening back will be like, Oh, he said that differently. Got a real opportunity with like, and it kind of sounds funny too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of funny to like think about, which is oh, then dude, yeah. less depressing, I guess, than Bingo. something that's not funny. Pattern disruption right yeah. there. Right. So when you get into a real, real thick story like that about this problem, this, uh, this bullshit, we're, we're focused on that problem. If we look at an opportunity, now you're giving yourself choice. Mind follow up on that. Usually when I'm working with people in the gym or, or otherwise, I work with a lot of uh, strength coaches and we're honestly the, the worst. <laughs> we're the worst for it. Like, cause we don't address these things. <laughs> Josh, you were saying the same Dude, thing. My, yeah. my, my, my real, my real problem was with knee pain that I've been dealing with. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <Dude>. And okay. <laughs> so what's your, what's your opposite? So this is where this would be a really fun one here. Okay. So oftentimes we go into the problem and then we scratched out, we go to the opportunity and then people read it like they have choice. Mm-hmm. Cool. And I like to lean in and go like, interesting, Josh, such as yeah. what are yeah. the opportunities for you, man? Right. So yeah, yeah, I've actually, I've actually been 
more focused on this recently. And this is part of why um, when I mentioned, like, I feel like I'd, I'd like to be positive and not have a lot of problems because I like to view things opportunistically, you know? Um, but some of the opportunity that I have with knee pain is like, dude, I've been able to work with a really phenomenal massage therapist who's helping me find the root cause of the issue. We're tracing it back to a part of my body that's not stabilizing at my hip effectively. And like now I'm so my opportunities to learn more, my opportunities mm -hmm. to like take time to do some like more parasympathetic work, you yeah. know, yeah. then get, get in with uh, Trav here on the meditation. Exactly. <laughs> and, and also kind of combine that with like some more mobility work, some more, you know, um, just practicing movement more, which is something that I've fallen off on. So that's, that's my opportunity. There you go, man. And how many are, uh, of, of the people that you're working with, you know, being a strength coach, how many people say, Oh, I got bad knees. Oh dude, you hear that shit all the time. And I'm like, oh. no, nah, you got the same knees you had when you were born. You're just, Oh yeah. My, this is my bad side. Yeah. yeah. I got, I got, I'm really, I'm, I've, I've got, I've got a knee injury. I got some bad knees. Okay, cool, cool, cool. You got knee pain or are you currently experiencing pain in your knees? Mm -hmm. Very different. Yeah. Very different because the way that your brain thinks about current being the river and still being binary, unsolvable. It's the same as an opportunity. Now you, you're currently experiencing some pain. That's cool. Right on. I currently experience happiness and I'm currently experiencing pain. Cool. So it's like, whoop, 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 whoop. it'll come back. Mm -hmm. And that way you, you coach yourself into temporary. Cool. Mm -hmm. I'm currently experiencing it. I'm doing the right things to get to the right level to get out of that current knee pain. Boom. There you go. Now you're, now you're healed, man. <laughs> I like that dude. Since you since I've never made that connection. And I, I think this is something that, you know, you and Chase and others do really well is like, you know, the concept of the word spelling coming from the root of being of the spell. And now the current uh, relating to the river, like it, it flows, man. And I think <laughs> once, once that, once that clicks inside my head and I'm sure other people's too, like you do start to think of words differently. Yeah, man. Do you, oh. do you like, uh, do you journal a lot of like, write, write things down and like, how do you do it? What's your habit like with, with journaling? Yeah. Yeah, I, I do. And here's why oftentimes people compare the work that Chase and I and others, uh, for the unlifted method were compared to therapists. And I'm like, yeah, in the next level of different galaxies though, here's why, because when you write the words down, that's when they're the same to you as they are to me. And it's very different. Journaling, journaling, yes. Writing story work is very different though. When I'm writing now, I used to journal and, and talk about how it happened and you, you skiff over the, the deep parts because that hurts. Our subconscious mind is supposed to do one thing, keep us away from pain, avoid that. So when we're journaling, we talk about it and it's more like a venting thing. And I explain this like in, in my keynotes, similar to how therapy is there for you to vent. So if you're boiling water, got potatoes on the stove or whatever, and you're boiling water and then you go over because it's going to boil over, you take the lid off, right? And then you put the lid back down and you do that for mm -hmm. the song and dance for like 10, 15 minutes until you're just like, God damn, right? That's what therapy does. Therapy is the same way when you just talk and you vent. The difference between the story work when you write down in journaling and when you write down as if what happened, that's why, Travis, when, when I asked you, okay, write that moment down. 
And you start with a moment, like it's a movie scene. And then you write down what happened, who said what, what you said back, how it made you feel, what it meant about your relationship between that person and you, what it meant about the, uh, how all of the real story that you're in there, because what that will do is it'll bring you right back into the feels. You'll feel it literally somatically in your body. And it'll, it may hurt. Oftentimes, even when people start thinking about that moment, they start emotions like, and it can be anger. It can be, it can be tears. It can be, I've seen it all, right? I've seen people like quivering or like pounding the the desk. Like that's how their body deals with it. And it's important to remember emotions are all neutral. Whatever you're experiencing is good. That's all right answers. We want that. So when we go into, rather than just journaling and skipping over the details and being like, I remember when, and today was a good day. No, no, no. We want to go right back to that early moment that what was said, who said what, how it made you feel, what it meant about your place in society, because that is what you're telling yourself 25 years fucking later. So who here on on the call today has changed since they were eight? I sure have. I would hope so. Yeah. yeah, right? Who, who's here changed in the last eight seconds? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I was like, I've changed the level. last week, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. So so to be holding on to something that, you know, this is a great example in the gym. Oh, I'm not an early bird. I'm not that kind of guy. Well, you've decided that. That's a decision. That's at your agency. So when we journal, if we write down to that, because the difference is when we write down the words, we can see them. Now the words are the same for you as they are for me. Then incorporating the breath to get into the parasympathetic, what that does is it drops your guard. You said it yourself, Travis, when you read it, you're like, oh, I feel more calm. And your shoulders literally dropped. That was pretty cool. So when we get the breath down on top of looking at the words from an objective, it's just like, here's the, here's the book. I'm in the story. Help. <laughs> then breath. Oh, I can see a little better. Another breath. Oh, wow. Perspective. Now that story is not, you're not involved. You're looking at it. And oftentimes when people read it back, they're like, that was ridiculous. And it is because we look at the conflict language. We've got conflict language all over it because we're a victim in those stories, right? Not saying people are victims, but they play a a victim mindset in that story, generally speaking. And it's through conflict language. Mm -hmm. It's hard. And I feel like personally in my journey, I, I notice like when you're working through that shit, like you said, it's connected to something that happened a long time ago. And so you've been running this framework for a long time and the same cycle over and over again. And every time you run it, it just gets reinforced. You're, you're getting and better. so <laughs> you'll like, I'll notice this, I'll like push it away. Right. And I have perspective. And then every now and then I notice like, fuck, I, I'm doing that thing again. And it's, it's hard to be like, I was better. And now I'm, I did the thing again to try not to be hard on yourself, but like, you have to do that a lot of times before you actually can identify it and be aware of what you're doing before it happens. Mm. That, and then you can break the chain, right? Big time. And oftentimes we, we feel sorry for ourselves. We'll feel, That's oh, what it is. You know? And, and yeah. here's, you want a quick pro tip? Fuck yeah, dude. (laughs) Yeah, because here's the thing is that that judgment, that's what I was saying. Like before I got hit by the bike or by the the car on the bike, 
I was, I was in that same cycle and I'd, I'd done that for a long time. I'd shame myself because of the way that I wasn't nurtured. So it, for me, being loud and being aggressive was like the way that I had my voice heard because I didn't get that when I was a kid. Okay. Translate that to 25, 30 years later. Holy moly. That, that shadow self that it bubbles and it gets more intense. So when it does come out, it's really, really bad. And for somebody like that, where they, they shame themselves, how many times you've been in the gym? Like you're such a fucking pussy. Come on, come on, just fucking do it. Holy shit. Shame cycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, fuck that. Okay. Anytime you can say sorry, the two most powerful words can also be said, thank you. Right. When you think about it, people are this, this is a great example. Hey, sorry, I'm late. Or thank you for your patience. Yeah. Yeah, like I've, been trying, I've been trying to much, be much better about that the past year or so. Yeah. That's yeah, a, like, thanks for waiting for, versus, yeah, thanks like, for waiting versus like, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And here's why. The I word think, sorry. I think, I think people, yeah. re- sorry, I think people respect you more too when you do that. Yeah. yeah. Well, here, yeah. here, we're going meta now, boys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you respect you. Yeah. What sorry does is it throws your power. Okay. What I mean by that is when you feel sorry for something, if you look definition of it's to lament or it's to repent, it's to feel shame. Holy shit. Am I really sorry that I, no, (laughs) sorry. Hey, sorry. I cut you off. Yeah. Are you really shameful about that? Because without you even knowing it subconsciously, you're throwing power away. Thank you. Does two things. It reinforces that you appreciate the other person, which compliments them in turn, brings them up. And when their vibration comes up, they reciprocate that back to you. So now you've just both made yourselves better just by uh, like a molecular vibrational thing, because you just brought that person up because you appreciate that they are patient. I love hearing that. Yo, thanks for your patience. Oh yeah, you're welcome. I'm a patient dude. Mm. Yeah. And using, (laughs) using that example of being late too, it's like, mm-hmm. what were you really late? Like, actually, like, think realistically, what were you really late for? Like, let's say you got in a car accident or there was just a ton of traffic it, 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 or you just got up a little extra late or a combination of all these things. You were basically like rushing around, really stressed out, really trying really hard to get there on time. And you were a little late. Are you really sorry to that person that you just went through all of that? Like, why would you be? You should be just thankful for them for waiting. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And, and like, why would you be understand. sorry? You're the one who just went through that yeah. shit. You know how stressful it is to be late to something? It sucks. Like, yeah, why are you also sorry? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that makes now, a lot of sense. Because I'm going to play really small so that, you know, I don't offend anybody because yeah. this is what happens. And when we talk about archetypes, this is the magician protecting us as a kid. Being like, yo, you've got to appeal because mom and dad, they're the ones that are going to make you okay in this life. Like they're the ones that are your protectors right now. So if you don't appease them, you're going to be in trouble. And that's what we're living. So that soariness really comes back to a childhood magician archetype trying to protect you. So it's, it's, it's in the best interest. And I mean, you just touched on a whole bunch of different things. Are you actually late because of traffic or are you late because you're late? Right. That's it. That's where it stops with me. Hey. Thanks for your patience. I'm late. End of conversation. If I'm late because of John who cut me off, I'm now projecting on John. That finger on John, I got three pointing back at me. I'm late. I'm on it. That's good. It doesn't matter. It's like, it literally doesn't matter why you're late. You're late. That's okay. Cool. Yeah. The whole like traffic doesn't actually really make sense because like, 
did you, like, if you've lived Pizza, in a place for more than 12 hours, you know what the traffic is, dude. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, like, sorry I'm late. The traffic oh, was exactly traffic. How I Yeah, it was exactly what it always is every single day I'm, at that time. Every single day, it's rush hour, and yeah. I just plan poorly. And and you can own it. When when we get agency, because that's what conflict language does, it, it dismisses, especially with projections. That's a pillar of, of conflict language. When we say, they ruined my life, or they got in the way of my impeded whatever it is like they they impeded my way into traffic i'm like okay cool and you can take a lot of different routes and you're late just because you're late leave it there just own it just it feels really good and empowering when you own it mm-hmm. and again there's ways to do that in language games you can really write out she ruined my life or he she they write that out they did this she did that he did that you write that out like try it, just literally try one. Just somebody write something down. He, he ruined my life, whatever, okay? When you write that down, you'll feel something. You'll read it out loud. Tell me what you feel when you say that. He ruined my life. What do you feel? Uh, I don't know. I just feel weird. Yeah, I like that. Uh, yeah, that. Yeah. That, that. I feel, uh, I feel like a bitch. Boom. Okay, <laughs> great. Let's, let's get that bitch out of there. Scratch out he, put I. I Henry. I ruined my life. That was very different. Yeah. <laughs> Just how you read it. You're like, oh, wait. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> and then you own it. And then you feel like, mm. again, it gives us agency to decide next steps. When yeah. you say he ruined my life, you're dismissing all responsibility. Okay. Yeah. Well, I feel like in control, too. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, I'm like, well, okay, well, if that was me and I did that, well, then I can change it. Yeah, I have kind of like, a, I'm sensing kind of like a competitive feeling when I say it that way. Yeah. Like, ooh, Very that cool. kind of hurt, but like, fuck that. You know what I yeah. mean? I want to change that. Yeah, exactly. Like, Big time. That's what ownership yeah. would do. And also, like, it's 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 not over. Yeah. Right? Like, like, you ha- you, like, the opportunity is still there. If it's like, he ruined my life, it's like, all right, well, now I got to go back to him. I got to figure this out. We got to have a conversation. I got to, like, make amends and this and that. But if it's like I did, I'm like, well, I'm here right now. I'm still I can just, breathing. Like, change it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's this is how I uh, I like to explain it. It's like when he ruined your life, you're gonna take the the dump truck seat in the back of the truck of the vehicle that's your life. Mm-hmm. When you ruin your life, you're at the wheel. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're you're now relying on other people to make your. This is where I come back to the bicycle man. That was me. I was like, yo, I was waiting for somebody else's permission to do what I wanted to do instead of just taking the fucking wheel. Boom. As soon as I did that, guys. Magic. Yep. So, yeah, words are important. I know we started that about 40 minutes ago, but words are important. <laughs> it's like a big full circle, though. But I, I do love this because there's definitely some things that I've noticed along my journey of self-development that I, like, I'm trying to do less. Like you said, I'm just a drummer. I don't, I don't use the word just anymore. I don't like it. I'm not just a coach. I'm not just a trainer. I'm not just a business owner. Like I am all of those things. Yeah. So, I mean, do you have any other words that you're like, we talked about the spell of spelling. We talked about the current of what you're currently experiencing. Any other like really easy to remember things that are going to stick in my head that would be beneficial Ooh. for us to hear? Dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. First, before we do that, why is just out of your, uh, out of your uh, vocabulary now? Cause I feel like it makes things less than I meant them meant for them to be like less than I intended. Like, yeah. um, you know, if I reach out to a friend, I don't say, Hey, I just wanted to check in, in on you. That makes it seem like, Oh, just now, like, you know, I thought maybe this, no, like I care about you and I wanted to check in on you. Boom. 
Excellent. Yeah. I love that. So another, we've talked about, we've talked about indirectly um, one pillar as being projection. So projecting with he, she, or he, she, they, it is a really sneaky one. Mm-hmm. That's a sneaky projection. It, just cross the T out, it's I. <laughs> so when you see it, just remember that's you <laughs> on both sides, both sides of the coin. Um, another pillar that's really common is soft talk, kind of, ish, maybe. We've all said it. Might. And it, it might, yeah, could probably. Yeah, I hate, I hate hearing that when, like, when you have like friends who are like, hey, I might come. It's like, okay, oh, well, it's not happening. So just yeah, stop yeah, the yeah. sentence right there. Yeah, you just, <laughs> Don't I, tell I me just you might come back. visit me next yeah, yeah. year. Like that's like a useless waste of like yeah. air, I feel yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, well, the kids, kids coming to the party. Hey, yeah, I might, uh, I might try to pop by around eight ish. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> See you later. Yeah. Or I'm gonna be there by eight oh seven. Okay. Right. That guy means business. Like my meetings <laughs> are always on a weird number for that reason. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be there by eight oh three. Most of my meetings are on the eleven, the thirty three, or the seven. Pattern disruption. Yeah. 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 So that's that's a super hack because guess what? very rarely are people late for those. Yeah. And then don't say, sorry, I'm late and waste another 15 minutes of shame. Right. <laughs> right. So it's like, boom, 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 two birds, one stone. One of the other most common things in all of our language is the word, but mm-hmm. right out, uh, right out a sentence where you would say, but if you've ever used that word before. Dude, I feel like one of the most common ones, people that I, that we hear is like, I'm sorry, but yeah, mm, yeah, I know. So right, right out a mock sentence and then we'll, we'll play a little game. The easiest way of this stuff is to really play it. Right. It's practical. I, I for say. sure. Like when I'm thinking of the word, but the first thing that comes to mind is like when I'm pissed and I'm yeah. trying to be like insulting. When was like, last I'm time? purposefully yeah, trying time? to be a Dude, dick. Right, literally <laughs> try to get into the, do my memory so bad, it. especially like when <laughs> we're doing this, like when I'm trying to think like, it's like, I can't remember shit. It's just like, a, um, yeah. yeah, but that's, I know, like I definitely use that. Like, I'm sorry, but that's like, yeah. that's like, you're pissing me off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that's a, uh, yeah. Either, either that it's, and it's like, I'm sorry, but here's the deal. Or it's yeah, 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 back yeah. to like the being late. It's like, I'm sorry, but there was a lot of traffic. Yeah. 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 Okay. So let's run with that. Whatever one you want. And then we'll read it out and then we'll play a game and you'll let's, be like, let's oh, do the but. passive aggressive one. And, and yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, but here's the deal. Yeah. yeah I love that. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> yeah. But- <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, listen, chief. Whoa. If I call you bud or buddy. Then- oh yeah. It's on. <laughs> it's on like Donkey Kong. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Okay. So Josh, give me it. Give me it. Read it out. All right. So we'll be, uh, we'll do a passive aggressive one. We'll say, um, I'm sorry, but you're not welcome here. <laughs> right on. Not on like these that. parts. Cause I oh, live okay. in Texas now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. You ain't around from here, boy. I nah. I'll be down there in Step another month. I tell you what, I'm going down to Austin, Texas. I hope. Really? So. Yeah, buddy. Bro, hit me up. That's where we're yeah. at. You're in now. Oh, geez. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're hanging out. We're, we're hanging, hanging out. out. We're hanging buddy. out, dude. We're in Austin. Hundo, Hundo P. I'm in. Hell yeah, dude. That's great. Okay, I'll I'll swing through Colorado too. Nice. Say hi to Trap. Hell yeah. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta get there. <laughs> What's up, Trap? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so so read that one out one more time, and then we're gonna do the same thing. We're gonna check in. Okay, so right. breath and check in. You're gonna tell me what's going on in your body when you read that out. All right. We'll say, um, dude. This sounds so unlike me to say, but I'm gonna do it. So, so 
Yeah, exactly. You just did it. I just did it. <laughs> I just did it. <laughs> that's, how right. that's how common it is. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Right. You did the drill. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, fuck. Let's use that one. Then. There, right. You just yeah, did it. Yeah, this is so unlike me, but I'm going to do it. Perfect. Okay. Okay, this cool. Is so unlike me, but I'm going to do it. Okay, cool. How do you okay. feel when you say that? Um, to be honest, I've, I've like a little bit awkward because like that's not something that I would normally do, but I'm going to do it anyway because it's confusing, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. I, I'm not. It's not. I'm not very certain. Yeah, there. There's a lot See. going on up here. There you go. Yeah, you're like, uh, yeah, you freeze, right? Y- yeah, that's, exactly. That's a form of conflict. Can you imagine having that in a business deal, trying to get an ICA in front of you? Hey, um, somebody asked me if what I do mm. for a trainer. Well, I'm kind of, yeah, kind of yeah. like not like I'm not really a strength coach. I don't really work with therapy, but like I'm kind of, yeah, you know what the fuck you are? Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. That's that's what you just described. That that Dude. uncertainty. Do you feel it anywhere? Um, yeah. I mean, to be honest, I kind of feel that the same same place I feel my anxiety, which is like right beneath my sternum, and then it travels up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Are you ever um, unhonest or like, are you always telling lies? No, not anymore. There was definitely a time okay. in my life. Yeah. Okay. I thought so. Because yeah. you say it to be honest quite a bit. So if yeah. we want to talk about lowest hanging fruit, that one to be aware of. When Just cut, cut that one out. Just cut it. Because yeah, like, that's, what, that's it, what it implies is that you're not, to be honest. Right. Oh, so like all the other everything stuff I was just saying wasn't. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. fuck. I'm like, oh yeah. shit. So it, it confuses the listener. It confuses a person on on what what where's the line? when are you yeah, honest, yeah. when are you not? If you just remove that, it's like when people say, like in I get it in marketing. I get it. You want to say, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. But guys, don't think about the pink elephant. What are you thinking about? Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a negation. That's what we're working on with butt. So that line, cut butt, add and. This sound like me, and I'm gonna do it. Yeah, dude. That's much more empowering and much wow. more. Wow, right? Yeah. Why? Why is that? Because I, I don't know exactly why. I just feel more confident in it. I love that answer, man. That, yeah, that, yeah. Because well, well, the first part, <laughs> the first part of the sentence is kind of like admitting that maybe you don't feel confident in something or that you're a little scared to do it maybe. And then the second part of the sentence is like, I'm going to do it, you know? So you're like taking something on head on that isn't necessarily your, something that you're super comfortable with. Yeah. It went from feeling Mm -hmm. like something that I really didn't think I wanted to do Mm -hmm. in the first way Mm -hmm. using the word, but, but in the second way we replace it with the word. And this is someone like me and I'm going to do it. I feel like, now it feels like something that I do want to do. Yeah. Bingo, right? It, the negation, but, is a negation. What it does is it focuses on, on the past. Hey, have you ever had an employer that goes, hey, really great work on, uh, on that project you just got done, but it doesn't even matter what the next thing is. But you're All fired. You yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, you yeah. fucked up, yeah. right? It doesn't matter what was just said. It negates all of that. That's what a negation is. It negates all of that, right? So when I say don't think about the pink elephant, you're thinking about the pink elephant. Your RAS, reticular activating system, is like the bouncer to the club, okay? He tells who's getting in, who's not. Those are words, thoughts, okay? When you think, but, he goes, all we're thinking about is after the but. So whatever you just said, but, uh, this is really uncomfortable, but, I'm going to do it anyway. Okay, cool. Well, you just negated all of the other stuff. So you're disempowering yourself. 
Mm-hmm. Right? When you use and as a bridge, you're reinforcing that you're going to fucking do it because you're a champ. That's why. Mm-hmm. This, and you, if you listen to Chase and I talk, we, we are very profound with our and. It's about slowing down. So the best thing that you can recommend, when, when we're talking about language, guys, it's, it's less about removing words and removing conflict language. It's more about being aware of it. Mm-hmm. And you'll notice I said it's not about, it's more about. I say it's less about. Because if I use not <laughs> in conflict language explanation, yeah. it's kind of ironic. <laughs> Soft-talk acknowledge, yeah. right? So you use a lot of positive words. Well, it's, it's slowing down so that you can translate in real time so that the message that you want to deliver, and this is huge for podcast host, coach, uh, hosts, coaches. This is why I did the pro, pro podcast playbook. And this is why I'm teaching coaches how to broadcast their message because of my blended industry experience in the entertainment. Understanding how to be a host is com- literally communicating with a conscious mind. If you're asking questions that are really, really vague, you're going to get some really, really vague answers. And Clarity is better than anything. You know what I mean? Right. When we when I say, hey, I don't want you to do this, X, Y, and Z. I do want you to do this. What is that? What is that child going to do? I did I did this with my nephew. My brother was losing his mind because my nephew's running around like a fucking terror with bocce balls, just like throwing them all over the place. And Sean's just like, yeah, Zane, come back. Don't put that there. No, Zane, don't do, don't do, don't, 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 don't. All Zane hears, though, is that thing that he's not supposed to do. That's what a negation does. So he's focused on hyper-focused because he's like fucking two at the time, (laughs) just losing it. And I'm like, hey, Zane, buddy, you want to grab all those balls and put them in the basket? Instantaneously. Done. What next, Uncle Mike? I'm like, oh man, that was awesome. My brother's like, you're a fucking wizard. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's all in the empowerment of words and empowering people to do things that you're clearly, here's a great one for coaches. Don't let your knees cave in. Don't Rather let your back out. bend. Yeah. Or keep your knees out if that's mm-hmm. the case. Or yep. keep your back straight. Not, I think you should kind of keep your back straight. No, you're the fucking professional. They're paying you hundreds of dollars for this. Keep your fucking back straight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just being really clear and certain. Mm-hmm. But, but I would, I would say, but is the lowest hanging fruit that'll change your life forever. If there's one word that we use far too much, but or ish. Yeah, I like that. That's funny because growing up, we always used to joke about this because I am Jewish, and growing up, I was like, man, why are we the only ones that are like ish? Mm-hmm. Like nobody's like Christian ish. They're not like Buddhist ish. Like, are we the only ones that just aren't really that sure? Jewish. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I'm, I'm Jewish, you know? Like, no, both my parents are fucking Jewish. Like, I'm I'm a whole, I'm a Jew, you know. And so, but I was like, we're the only religion growing up. I always thought that way. And so I've never been much of an isher. I have been a butter before. Yeah. And I apparently still am. Um, so these it's are good things to focus there. on, man, dude, the, like you, you said it first, like being aware of this stuff. And I think most of us just aren't aware. So I hope this podcast brings awareness to people of the words that they're using and how they're speaking of themselves and how their bodies are hearing what they're saying. Yeah. It's just, dude, it's slowing down. Mm-hmm. We tend to go for Come back to the science, sympathetic nervous system. Go. Fight or flight. That helps to understand why we talk so fast when we're nervous. When we are 
excited, same energy, same level. So when you can sit and listen, like if you listen to me now in my first podcast, it's a very different human being. You can take those delayed spaces to create so much more drama in your content or to land a certain point. So when you take breath, let the message land, even though it feels like forever for you, it was two and a half seconds mm-hmm. and people can process that. So when you're delivering a message as a coach, you want to talk about how you overcome your struggles and you want to help inspire people to overcome theirs. Don't fucking shoot it at them like a machine gun. They'll never be able to process it. Slow things down. Mm-hmm. Right. And when you do that combined with being more conscious of the words, being more architect language rather than conflict, you're going to get a lot more of what you want. You better hold on tight because it's going to come in hard. You're going to have a whole lot of awesome show up in your life. Just simply just acknowledged mm-hmm. simply by using your words more effectively with your breath to let mm-hmm. things land. Mm-hmm. It's the magic, man. I love that, man. This has been, this has been a, a very good conversation, but just kind of kept on going, which I loved. Like it, it it has to flow like that. I guess if you have time for one more question. Absolutely, man. Okay. So on my journey, and I think a lot of people experience this is there was a time not long ago where I felt like I started on this journey. And once I really got some momentum going, I realized, holy shit, I have so much more work to do than I thought, Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. but really Now I'm in a space of understanding that all of that was there and I'm just kind of peeling layers back and it's making room for new things to come up for me to work on. I think at first when that started happening and I noticed how much I had to work on, I got really overwhelmed and I think it's easy to, to feel stuck, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? Do you think everyone goes through that sort of same process? Do you think, and what are some things that we can do to, I mean, obviously breathing, but to, to keep ourselves from getting overwhelmed in this journey, that's like, to be honest, let's be real. This is a lifelong journey. Like it doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. There's not like a point where you get to and you're like, cool, I'm good. It. This is it. Like, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. like no, that this doesn't happen. Right. But sometimes it feels like when you first start, it feels like, oh, I'll be better one day and you will. Yeah. Yeah, but. absolutely. It's a, it's a phrase I wish was mine. Sorry, you keep going? No, yeah. no, no. I, yeah. I, I said but and I was going to, yeah, and I just changed it to and. And, yeah. And. And yeah. then that was it. Yeah. Yeah, dude. No, that's, <laughs> that's the thing is um, there's a, a phrase I wish was mine. Um, comes from the Precision Nutrition Camp. 1% every day. All right. Yep. If you can focus on 1%, say you're even at 40% your best self. You got 60 days, guys, and then you're hitting that new. And guess what? It's a it's those goalposts move, right? Mm-hmm. The other really big piece that's helped me in both my practical experience of learning this stuff myself, because that's how I went through it. I, I wanted to fix my whole shit you know i was constantly wondering like why do i experience the same fucking things 
Usually the floor is ripped out from under me and I'm surprised that this and that and the other thing are happening and I, relationships around me just go boom and then so does my job and then the money doesn't come in. I got the scarcity mindset thing. So it's all this, but nobody walks around, negation acknowledged, nobody walks around street going like, oh man, my life would be better if I could just access the shadow self and really address my scarcity mindset. Nobody walks around thinking that. <laughs> come on. However, once you get a few of these tips that we discussed here today, you know, identifying when you're projecting, identifying when you're using the word but or don't or can't, understanding how powerful those tools are and understanding the softness, the uncertainty associated with soft language. I call it 10-ply because we're a hockey boys up here because 10-ply, guys, like that's super soft toilet paper. <laughs> you don't want to be 10-ply, right? Fucking 10-ply, bud. You're you fucking ten ply, bud. Yeah, <laughs> you know exactly who. Um, mm. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh yeah. Been yeah. <laughs> on a few American shows where I had to be like, I gotta send you some letter candy. Yeah, that's what's life. Fucking ten ply, bud. It like will. Dick. Yeah. And you know, if you, if you are American and you're watching this, and I don't know, maybe if you're Canadian too, but you gotta watch it with subtitles. Because yeah. you're gonna miss a lot of shit if you don't watch it with subtitles. Yeah, you you're not gonna understand it. It's, yeah. you need, we have a different language <laughs> up there, bud. Yeah, bud. Hey, yeah, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, yeah. Hey, Up for a rip. So, what I'm saying though is when we're when we're seeing things in our life like uncertainty show up all the time. Look back, reflect. Look back at you when you're seeing the world come down on you. Look back. Are you projecting? When you feel as though you're unable to get the things that you want, look back. Could you possibly be using negations? Because if you put it into your head that you don't want to be broke anymore, the RAS, that bouncer, doesn't fucking know any different. He's like, okay, got it, boss. Broke. We're going to find every way to get rid of every last bit of money that you make, even when you make 10 grand. This is why lottery winners are fucked. They haven't got the identity of being a rich person. They don't have the tools. They don't have the skill set. Negations acknowledged. They, they misunderstand how to do that. So they feel, oh God, I'm not supposed to have this. Gone. Right? That's on a macro level. On a micro level, you can do it day to day. Every time you feel something, check in. Write it down. Actually, Enlifted has an app. If you're on an iOS, look up the Enlifted app or I'll make sure you guys have a link to get it. Okay, I'll make sure you guys have a link for the show so that you guys, if you're on iOS right now, you can use this. It's like journaling on steroids or what's better than steroids? It's like not uh, illegal. Journaling on mm. kombucha. <laughs> oh my kombucha. Better than steroids, not, not illegal. Sure, dude. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that. Weed, depending on where you are, you know? Yeah, right there. Yeah, okay. So this is like really, really great next level gangster journaling that give you prompts and it's a dictation app. So when you're feeling something and you just got to vent, fucking talk it out. That app, when you look down, like we come back to, you look down and you look at all the words that are on the same piece of paper for you as they are for me, we can look at the words as words. No longer a story. I'll say that again. You can look at the words like words. No longer a story. With the choice to change those words to rewrite your story. That's when, that's when shit happens. That's when you can really abracadabra your whole life. 
But you look at those words and you can rewrite that story. You can go from, I don't want to be poor to, I will be abundant. Now you've got a mantra. Okay. Incorporate that into your meditation. Do that when you wake. Do that when you go to bed. Hit those theta waves. Now you've ingrained a whole new thing. You were talking earlier about, you know, reps. Yeah, imagine repping out that terrible story for 25 years that you're a poor person. It's going to take some time. And it can actually happen really quick in, in one session, generally speaking. You can rewrite that story and start to work on the new one. You can tear the whole thing up. Go, it's usually pulling the thread. Right? So I trust those would be valuable tools for the listeners out there. And being aware is the most thing. Slowing down, breathing. And then when you do feel something come up, emotions are all neutral. Look at that as, okay, I have an opportunity to write it down and explore it, feel it. Be like, hmm, I'm feeling that from this time my mom said something when I was going to school and just running out the door. That's, that's how crazy this stuff is. And by crazy, I mean that's how fascinating it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's, it's, it could be frustrating, it could be fascinating. I choose fascinating because it's fascinating. It's, it's magnificent to see how the mind works. Oftentimes people are like, I don't remember what, I'm like, that's even more fascinating because you're actually making up a story you don't even remember. Wow. Mm-hmm. Write it down. No. Feel it. Or it's been buried. Yeah. For right. The, for, the, for, the like, ma- for the males out there, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bits and pieces are coming together and then you're putting, like, you're putting the rest together. Well, when we write it out, you'll be like, no, nah, it didn't happen. <laughs> okay. Well, mm-hmm. cool, man. Glad we addressed that now instead of 10 more years. Right. It makes a big difference. So if you write it down and you feel it and allow yourself to process it, you can get to the root. Right, you can get right down to the root of it, and then I, I go a little bit further with the the check practice of of chakra training and being a check practitioner and really tapping into the actual spiritual side of that. Okay, cool. What does that mean in here? If you're feeling it in your throat, that means I speak. That's the affirmation. Guess what? That person feels they don't have a voice. It's showing up in their neck. Oh, what are the chances? <laughs> right, the body holds that. So you can, you can move that energy. And again, it comes back to that flow, that current, that, that idea of how language can help you move through and process things. Language, breath, movement. Shit, now you're, look out, gangsters. You guys are going to have a lot of cool stuff coming in. Look out. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. Dude, this is, this is I mean, I, I'm, I love this shit. I, I know a lot of people think it's all woo-woo, but like I'm all about it. I, I'm fully bought in. Um, and I think that especially the men who are listening to this podcast, like we are in a transformational era right now as men are starting to learn that it's okay for us to have feelings. We don't have to like bury them down. And like you said, when they come up, you can feel them, mm-hmm. you can assess them mm-hmm. and you can learn how you can improve based on what your body is telling you. And it's okay to have, it's okay to have those. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that like, for so long, especially men were told to, you know, fuck man up, dude. Like, yeah, whatever. Don't what does that bitch. mean anyway, right? Dude, I, dude, now I think now with where I'm at, it means something completely different. Yeah. Back too. in the day, it was keep your feelings to yourself, shut the fuck up, you know, don't yeah. be a bitch. And now it's like, dude, work through that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, fucking own that shit. Like, how, how you, how you going to be better now? Mm hmm. So this is, dude, this has been a phenomenal conversation. I feel like we could go on forever. Um, (laughs) Like we we got, we got some good ass resources for our listeners. 
You know, we talked about bringing awareness to your projections, your language, your negations. You mentioned the Unlifted app, which yeah. I'm really excited about because I mean, you know, I'm not a huge journaler, but like you said, it was there was a dictation. Yeah. Yeah. You get to speak it out. And then what it does is everything we just talked about. This is the stuff that, you know, if you've had Chase on the show, you know, Chase Tolson, Chase and I are dear Mm -hmm. friends and, um, and we're part of the Enlifted community and that's a coaching, uh, coaching modality that uh, honestly, any coach out there, if you're, if you're yet to understand words and language and how it can help you and your clients, this is the single-handedly the best resource. A lot of times coaches are like, oh, I want to charge more. I'm going to get this certain and this certain, this certain, this certain. No, no, you need confidence actually. And that's, that's what you should be chasing rather than, rather than what the other thing, none of that stuff matters until you understand that you're actually worth it. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. a big challenge. That's so the Unlifted, the Unlifted app is just, it's, it's such a great tool for anybody who's going through some stuff or, or also on the other side, fastest way to celebrate your wins is celebrate your fucking wins, right? How, how do you get more wins in your life? Celebrate them guys. Uh, for the coaches out there, like how do you get more clients? You celebrate your current ones. That's, that's the way it goes, right? For the men out there who, uh, who want to be that King archetype, fucking tell the world, do good shit and tell the world. <laughs> that's secret sauce to life, right? Start, keep going. That's it, right? So yeah, you get on that app and and you can talk it out and everything that we're talking about, those negations, those projections, the binary language, only, just, still. That's all binary language. That puts us in a, a constant state of, oh my God, I can't solve it. Cool. It'll identify that and then you can choose to work through it. Now you've got it. Now it's your choice if you're going to move on it. And, and if you like that when you read it back, ooh, right? Oftentimes like that, ooh, that, ooh, that feeling. We want to move. We're kings. We want to move forward. We want to be able to, to have that empire, right? And when we think of it that, like any struggle is going to turn into a strength. Sick. I love that. <laughs> Bike drop at the end of the episode. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> so, d- dude. I, I, I want to learn more about you. I want to know what else you got going on. I know our listeners are going to, too. Give yourself the plug, man. What do you got going on? Where, where can we find you? Yeah, man. Easiest way right now. I've, uh, I've just launched ooh, tomorrow, uh, date of the, uh, the recording here. We're opening up a wait list. I've got a, uh, a thing to help coaches. I found that for the majority of my life, I was just the same as every other coach competing. And I had that ego thing. I was trying to compete for all the same people. And then I realized I had a skill. Oftentimes I was the, uh, the coach for the musicians. And I realized, wait a minute, every, every coach needs a musician in their life too. So taking my entertainment industry um, and uh, and my musician and audio producing, all that stuff that majority of coaches want to get their message out there and teaching them the tools through podcasting of how to get out there and make their podcast more captivating to get more ideal clients. So the, the tagline for the pro podcast playbook is the uh, go from no pod to pro pod in 90 days, which a lot of coaches, they they want to, they want to, oh, I want to reach more people. I just don't know how. So we blend a lot of the stuff we're talking about. It's people will be like, yeah, I'm going to learn how to do a podcast. Yeah. And you're going to learn yourself, <laughs> right? You're going to learn mm-hmm. about confidence and where that stems from. You're going to learn about la- language and how to create an a intoxicating um, conversation with people. The rock star interview, 
what I mean by dirty socks, why, you know, the thought of what would Taylor Swift do is a really, really good, when you're in a pickle, you're like, what the hell would Taylor Swift do? She's a gangster pirate. How would she pave her own way? How would you create your own lane to be able to reach more people? So if you're a coach out there, if you're a healer or somebody that's looking to get your message or anybody looking to get your message out there, you got something to say and you feel nobody's out there to listen, that's what the Pro Podcast Playbook is going to help you do because you're going to identify who you are and then how to optimize that to your business. So you can head to propodcastplaybook.com, find out more there. We currently have, uh, I'm uncertain when this will be released, but we currently have a wait list. So you just throw backslash wait list on that and I can throw all the notes in there. And uh, the easiest way to find me get in my world is on Instagram, honestly. Mike the Schwartz on IG, Facebook, and then uh, the same for, for the website if you want to just find out a little more about who's this wacko? <laughs> who's this Who's this guy? Who's this guy <laughs> with the air horns and the applause? What is this? <laughs> Right, <laughs> <laughs> and all the positivity and dropping knowledge and you know yeah, using language all appropriately oh, and shit. You gotta get the ninja hands up with this stuff because you can you can architect you can seriously create your life with the way that you choose to word uh, to yeah. use the words. And again, I'll come back to that first point. Your your thoughts are articulated by your words, your internal dialogue, and your external. So the words that you choose to say out loud and the words that you choose to tell yourself inside your head. When you put them together into a big stack of pancakes, that's a belief system. The belief system that you have is how you will dictate all of the actions that you do every single day. So if you are unhappy with where you're at, trace it back to the language to rewrite that belief system. That's some powerful shit, man. I appreciate it. This has been been awesome, man. I appreciate you. I appreciate all the listeners for tuning in to another episode. We'll see y'all next week. 